up, what's up, what's up? It is your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs, and this is the new show right here on Active Film with Christ. Music is hot music. We are officially in the first week of January. Officially the full first full week of the year of 2020. Can you imagine? We are we're starting 2020. This means people are going back to work. Um People are starting to do back-to-school shopping and all of these crazy stuff. And one of the biggest things that are also happening right now at this moment, you could you could be actually listening to XFM and you're doing this. And just stop what you're doing because this show is definitely about you. I am speaking about the moral of the story. Eight deep recessions. And uh, we basically, uh, we're basically going to go through what can we learn from the eight deepest recessions that we've that we've known to happen to American history and stuff like that. So that is what we're going to talk about. So before you go out and take out a loan, before you go out and borrow money for things that you might not need, listen to the show because it is important for the year. We cannot start the year off with you being broke or, or owing millions and millions of rands and stuff like that. And we will be looking from the American economy because when America crashes, the rest of the world crashes with it and stuff. Anywho, um, remember you can catch us our different shows on our different platforms. We are on Instagram at ActiveFM triple seven you can also catch us on facebook at forward slash active fm we're also on twitter at active fm and our website is www.activefm.co.za and you can also catch us on apple podcast and for all the android users out there we also got your back you can catch us on google pod Cause, like i say this is active fm where christ music is hot music not only do we offer you some amazing, amazing music? But we also have got amazing shows from the Ultimate Engine show. We've got All Things Girls. If you're not really into the cars and stuff like that, but you love All Things Girls, we've got a show for you. We've got the S&M Morning Breakfast show for you to enjoy your mornings. We've got 21 questions. We've got a show for every moment of the day, of the Yes, every moment of the day for every moment of the week. And yeah, this is the new show next with him where Christ music is hot music. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gicks. You're tuned into Active FM. So I basically uh last year I, I one of the shows I actually recorded was countries that could be going into um seeing themselves going into a recession and stuff like that this year and one of the countries that could be going to a recession this year is america yes america and like i said earlier on when america crashes the rest of the world crashes with america so now there are four things that as a lender you can learn from the past eight deep recessions in july the united states economy saw 121 months of economic expansion breaking the previous record but with uh, but with that good news comes a cave a cave the economy is due for another recession the federal reserve of new york has pegged the chances of a recession beginning this year at about 33% this is based on the yield curve as a primary indicator which looks 
at short-term versus long-term interest interest rates on government bonds. Economists use many indicators to uh, to predict downturns and the current economic signals are mixed based on which you choose to look at. There are also two definitions of what makes for a recession. The traditional measurement is a decline in gross domestic product, a country's total value of goods and services for two consecutive quarters. Um, The more general definition, according to the National Bureau of Economic Research, is a significant decline in economic activity spread across the the economy, lasting more than a few months, normally visible in real GDP, real income, employment, um, industrial and wholesale retail sales. Now, economic pain with one benefit. If and when a recession occurs, we, we can expect a few things to happen. The unemployment rate will rise, working hours will be reduced, and part-time work will increase. Interest rates will fall, spending will decline, and stock values will definitely slump. With all the misery, however, comes a potential bright sp- uh, spot, which is innovation. If you look at entrepreneurship and stuff like that, after the Great Recession, entrepreneurship rates soared, literally hit skyrocket. If you look at a lot of developing countries and stuff like that, especially in South Africa, as, even though the employment rate is really, really low, you, if you look at all these places where tourists come and stuff like that, you actually find a lot of entrepreneurs in those places uh, creating new industries such as the fine tech to support them as well after a great deal of dust settling and adaptation over the past decades it's been largely smooth sailing for fine tech lenders in 2019 Uh, billions of dollars in venture capitals are flowing into fine tech startups a bank fine tech partnership if you don't know what fine tech is i actually did a show about fine tech it is financial technology it's like artificial intelligence but now in the financial uh what's this, the financial industry uh, and bank fine tech partnerships continue to flourish as fine tech providers and traditional financial services service firms seek increased symbiotic collabor- collaborations but as online lenders have never faced a recession before, are they ready to ride out what may come? Lenders in particular can learn a lot about what, what the next recession could be like by looking backward. Sure, not all recessions are built the same, but we can learn by studying the effects of past deep recessions or those that had an impact of negative 2.5 or greater to the overall uh, GDP. So now we're going to go through a few uh, what's this, a few of we're going to go through the, the greatest depressions, if I could put it that way. Eight of the greatest or the deepest depressions that America has basically seen. The first one happened between 1929 and 1933. And that was known as the Great Depression. And what happened is that in 1929, more people started trading on the stock market. However, production had been declined and unemployment uh, rose. In October of that year, investors began pulling out the stock market, causing it to crash. Spending sunk and workers began to lose their jobs, uh, cratering the economy. The GDP decline that year was 26%. 
peak speculative grade default rate was 15.4%. And then at number two, we had between 1937 to 1938. And what happened was that the recession after uh, the end of the Great Re uh, Depression is considered the third worst of the 20th century. The stock market crashed again in 1937. According to the Federal Reserve, it, it may have been caused by a contraction in the money supply caused by Federal Reserve and Treasury Department policies. Uh, those policies included one that aimed to soak up banks' excess reserves in quotation marks. Uh, the GDP decline that year was 10%, and the peak specul uh, speculative grade default rate was 3%, around 3%. The next Great Depression was in, not Great Depression, the next recession was in 1945, and that's when World War II had ended, and the government significantly scaled back spending by $56 billion. In today's terms, it would be $1,945. This led to a significant, a significant drop in the GDP, and the GDP decline was 12.7%. The peak speculative grade default rate was less than 1%. Then in 1953, um, two major factors led to this 10-month recession. It was 10 months. Um, the end of the Korean War and the government spending that that went along with it as well as the fed raising interest rates with the aim of curbing inflation and the gdp decline for that year was 2.6 percent the peak speculative grade default rate was less than one percent in in 1958 uh, a worldwide economic downturn triggered this recession fueled by a drop in unfulfilled orders for durable goods and a declining demand for commodities and other raw materials according to that time. And the GDP decline for that recession was 3.1%. The peak speculative grade default rate was less than 0.2%. And then at number six, we had a recession from 1973 to 1975. And what happened was that the economy had already been experiencing inflation, so, uh, shortages and lower spending when the energy crisis started in 1973, aggravating a situation that was already pre uh, precarious. According to the NBER, Oil prices shot up significantly, leading to cutbacks in industries including automobiles and real estate. Uh, retail sales slid, which, sorry, oil prices shot up significantly, leading to cutbacks in industries including automobiles, real estate, and real estate. Retail sales slid while interest rates rose. And the GDP decline for those years were, was 3.2%. The peak speculative grade default rate was around 9%. And at number 7, between 1980 and 1982, we had two recessions rocketed. These two recessions rocketed the economy in the early 1980s. The first recession took place over six months in 1980, caused, in, 
caused in part by the uh, regime change in Iran and the subsequent significant increases in oil prices. The next recession started in 1981 and lasted for 16 months. It began after the Federal Reserve sharply increased interest rates to try to save to stave off inflation and the GDP decline was about 2.5%. The peak speculative grade default rate was about 2%. Then between 2007 and 2009, and a whole lot of people know about this recession, the Great Recession. The recession on most people's minds as we consider the next one is infamous for a reason. It was the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression. From the early 2000s, financial institutes started by and investing in risking mortgage loan loans. Then the real estate bubble burst around 2007, walloping the mortgage industry and the institutions that invested in it and shocked the global economy. The GDP decline was 4.3% and the peak speculative grade default rate was 4.1%. And those are basically eight of the deepest recessions that we've basically faced in our economy. And even though most of them happened in the, the United States, but their economy basically also affects most of the world's economies and stuff like that. So if you look at the next recession that's going to happen, as we can see from the this quick look through history, many factors lead to uh, economic downturns. Although typically the banking industry and government policies play a role, the question is, are financial institutions, including the new crop on, of online lenders, prepared for an impending downturn. As we can see from this quick look through history, many factors lead to economic downturns. Although typically the banking industry and government policies play a role, the question is, are financial institutions, including the new crop of online lenders, prepared for an impending downturn? Here are four things lenders should keep in mind as they prepare to weather the next recession. The first one is to get a full picture. Of course, hindsight is 2020, but a lot has changed in the past century. Most importantly for lenders is the amount of data available. There are multiple measurements used to evaluate the economy and today's fintech uh, leaders need to keep apprised of both macroeconomic signals and lo loan performance data in their portfolio. Don't ignore any warning signs, adjust to them. That is important. Do not ignore any warning signs, just adjust to them basically. The second thing you should uh, remember is to diversify your business. In an environment where vitality and uncertainty prevail, diversification of customer acquisition sources and customer base will be critical to riding out bad times. Diversify a client pool by lending to customers in different industries to stave off lulls faced by one sector. Focus on consumer acquisition sources that drive high quality performance and stable uh, conversion rates. rates. Ideally, you are not dependent upon acquisition channels where marketing dollars and conversion rates are at risk. The third thing is audit your business. Every fintech provider needs to be truthful about its vulnerabilities. Does that company have enough capital liquidity? Can the underwriting criteria comprehend a new economic landscape and adapt accordingly? 
For lenders, this means having a deep understanding of default rates and capital requirements. The best time to bolster your balance sheet to prepare for a possible downturn is when you don't need the capital. And then lastly, be adaptable. Banks retrench and there's plenty of data to show that, but they have the advantage of keeping default, uh, default fluctuations in a closer standard deviation than online lenders. This is thanks to an abundant supply of data, long consumer histories and experience riding out rough markets in the past. There is no solid data on whether non-traditional lenders unit econom economics can hold up when their credit boxes and underwriting have never experienced recession recession like conditions before. But they do have one advantage banks don't being highly adaptable if your balance sheet is strong a recession may provide an opportunity to aggressively capture market share and those are the four things online lenders can only can and should start preparing themselves for the next recession whether it happens this year next year or in five years those who provide who, who provide and prove adaptable to harsh economic conditions will be the ones most poised to learn when the economy picks up again and the next wave of financial innovators will be born. And those are the four things we can basically learn from the eight, eight of the deepest recessions we've ever faced in the economy and stuff like that. If you've got anything to add to it, please do comment on Instagram. You can also comment on, our, on, on, on what's this, on Twitter. You can comment on, on Facebook. Comment on what do you think about the next recession do you agree with the four points that i gave you is there more that you want to add to the four points um that i gave you of things that we can basically learn from the eight recessions remember like uh remember you can catch us on our different platforms we are on instagram at activefm triple seven the number of heaven <laughs> you can also catch us on facebook forward slash activefm we are also on twitter at activefm and our website is w www.activefm.co.za and you can catch us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I always get this mixed up. That's why I have to say it really slow. But you can catch us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and just search for the shows. Enjoy the shows. Comment on the shows. Download, get sharing. Give it to someone as a birthday gift. Give it to your boss because you just started working or something like that. Just Get the show out there and listen to it. It's, it is really, really amazing. And remember, I am your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Geeks. And this is the new show on Acts of a Family. Christ music is hot music. And I'm signing out. Hey guys, listen, listen. Word on the street is that the new Active Worship Inception album is out. <gasps> what? So now, Spotify and iTunes. Inception. Going back to the original.